0: Hey, friends, welcome to the Courage Queen podcast. Do you want to have more confidence and courage in your life? Do you often question if you're on the right path? Maybe you're hoping somebody drops off a step by step guide for success. Do you wake up ambitious and hopeful, but become fearful and frustrated not knowing where to begin? Another year has gone by and you feel like nothing has changed. Trust me, I've been there. I'm Justine, and like many of you, I'm a young professional with big dreams. I often felt unworthy and incapable, wishing I had the clarity and the peace in the unknown. I wanted to be confident in my abilities and live life with more impact, but I kept fearing I wasn't living out my full potential. It wasn't until I started trusting God, pressing into life's hard moments, I was standing in the way of my breakthrough. And in this podcast, you're going to find ways to increase your confidence, grow your faith, and simply fear less. The good news is you're here, and courage starts with showing up. Welcome back to the Courage Queen Podcast. We're live at my Aunt Dee Hartman's Haven.
1: Haven. The Hartman Haven. The
0: Hartman Haven. We're excited to be here. Um, we got a little setup here in her gorgeous design inspired by her unique and beautiful brain home <laughs> out here. And and I'm really excited because my Aunt Dee has been not only a mentor of mine, for pretty much my entire life, whether I wanted that mentor at certain points of my life or not, she became my husband's mentor for a time. That's right, and just really is somebody who I've looked up to in a lot of different areas of my life in terms of my faith. Um, she's like my design diva, so she's stretched me. She's like she's like my go-to designer. Like everything in my house gets passed through the designer, and um, she's gotten in between my husband and I on multiple occasions when it comes to that where we've had to. Just say Nate, step aside. This is not your lane. <laughs> just, <laughs> just send this one out, buddy. Um, but we're talking about relationships specifically on this. Really, in this series that we're in, and this is kind of completing the series. We did like a little mini series on relationships, and you know, the last one we did a power couple conversation with Nate, where we had him on, and I've just been so anxiously waiting to get you on here just to share over thirty years of marriage advice, high points, low points, growth points, growing through what you go through. And so I want to hear from you, and we're just going to jump right into it. Okay. Um, but first, I want you to just share, like, if we, obviously, none of these listeners know who you are outside of the fact that you're my aunt, and so obviously, they're like, this girl must be pretty awesome. Okay. <laughs> She's related this is where I get all my fabulous I am from. aunt to all yeah she's aunt to yes. all um but if you know mm-hmm. none of these mm-hmm. listeners know you give them kind of just like the Starbucks skinny is usually what I call it on you before we jump into our questions
1: well I would say that um the first half of my life was pretty much about everything I wanted and I honed many skills of being sassy and talking back and, uh, you know, the attitude. And um, and then I, every time I think about being humbled by God, I think about the story that my son told where, you know, your dad gets these dogs that have given birth to like two, three, four litters, and then mm-hmm. they get adopted out. And my son had one of the mother dogs that had had. They're not going to breed her anymore. And then your brother brought his puppy, one of her children, over to my son's house, and the puppy was going berserkoid, like just tearing it up, running back and forth. And Mia, the mother, she got a hold of him and pinned him to the ground with a paw, and pushed down on him on the puppy, and the puppy just lay there still, and. Brandon's my son said it was such an uncomfortable long amount of time, but there must be something that the mother dog through her paw does and that the puppy reads like this is unacceptable and and I'm not letting up until you get this, what mm-hmm. the consequence of it or whatever. So whenever I think about how God changed me, I always think of that story. I got pawed. Right, <laughs> you know, and I would be like go to say something, and I would get pawed by God,
0: mm, or I, I that. would go I've to heard that.
1: yeah, I would go to do something, and you know, I got pawed, and I I was under, you know, the the pressure, that gentle, loving, but stern pressure of the Holy Spirit, and. um Just like it took the Israelites, you know, 40 years to get from Egypt to the promised land, which was only an 11 day trip. um, The quicker you surrender, the quicker you can move on in your um, relationship with other people and with God. Hmm. Um, You only stay stuck if you're stubborn. So God did that to me several, several, several times. Enumerate too innumerable to count, <laughs> and um, and I finally surrendered, yeah, yeah. So now I'm you know, love the Lord, yeah, and um, and those old characteristics have faded. I'm also an artist, yes, and an I amazing paint, artist. and um, uh, I-
0: everything that you do is so incredible, and I have many pieces of her art in. My studio, for those of you who have been to my studio, in our front room, I have many pieces of art at my house. Every, every, I only keep my aunt's art at my house. I <laughs> Nothing else deems acceptable.
1: My most favorited piece that I've ever done on Instagram was the one hanging in your dining room.
0: Yeah, I love that. Yeah. It's incredible. So check Same. out yeah, go Bun, Ugo, U-G-O-B-U-N.
1: On Instagram,
0: and you can see her art and follow. And she also has a blog as well.
1: Jesus Diva, but it's J E S U S -S D E E V A H. Yes,
0: because she's an incredible writer as well. If you can even believe that she's has even more talents than I've already shared with you.
1: Yeah, I only well, it's Jesus Diva D E E V A H. Dot com. Yes, thank you. And I usually only write on there, like if people notice, um it's not every day, is when the Holy Spirit is literally, dra- I mean, it's like, I've got something I have to say to somebody somewhere in the world, and I'm saying it through you, and I yeah. I have to write. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's amazing. So, you've been married over 30 years.
1: hmm
0: What I think I most want to know is... What is the single best advice that you would have for couples today? Like, what have you learned that can save people time, frustration, the destruction of themselves Mm -hmm. and of their marriage? Like, I know for a fact you have walked through some really challenging times, but also some really amazing times and ebbs and flows in your relationship. Mm -hmm. And you still choose each other every single day, whether it's easy, whether it's not easy, because it's normally never easy. I mean, never look easy. at this guy. No, I'm never kidding. easy. <laughs> it's not even in the room. <laughs> like, Look at this guy. <laughs> but um, what do you have to share with us? Share with us some of your wisdom on that.
1: I, I write this in every wedding card that I give. Mm-hmm. And there's this thing on pride. And of course, no one listens and they're all divorced. Okay. You know. Um, <laughs> hey, you wrote
0: it in my wedding card and I'm not divorced. <laughs> we don't even talk about divorce. It's like off the table completely.
1: Yay! So. No D word. Yeah. Yeah. And it's pride and learning humility. Well, there's this thing that I printed out years ago on pride Mm. and how it'll rob. It's a, it's a robber. It's, it steals. And it does. It steals your relationships. It steals your joy. It steals everything from you. And we live in a very prideful world and get in your car and drive for 10 minutes and you'll see how prideful I get yelled at them, uh, once a day at least when I pull out of my driveway because they can't see around the bend. And here I come trying to get out of my driveway. And, and um, people, you get wound up like a tornado, but you're going upwards. And you have to learn how to unwind. You have to learn, and it comes with maturity and spending time in the word. But you have to catch yourself. And I always say, you know, when you're growing, when you do something with less intensity and less frequency. Mm. So, when give yourself credit, if you're doing a behavior less and it's not as um, crazy of a behavior and you're really capping it sooner and, you know, maybe. For an example, you know, you're not flying off in a million swear words, um, and you've learned how to say things without the swearing. Give yourself credit for that, because that's telling pride where it belongs. That's saying, no, God's in control of my tongue, not my pride. We all want what we want, and the timing, and especially when somebody hurts us, or um, with words, or, and I always think with marriages, it's about, death by a thousand cuts, as opposed to big things sometimes. Yeah. My husband's always said, I can handle big traumatic things in our marriage, but it's the death by a thousand cuts, you know? Hmm. Like you were saying with the tapping and I was Oh my up, gosh, yeah. Yeah, you know? And the clearing of throats, that's what happens around here. And <laughs> I, I... Sometimes I wonder if my eyes are ever going to come back to the front of my head. Oh my gosh. But, um, yeah, my, my advice is... Um, Go to God on your knees as much as you have to and ask him to give you the love and the patience that he had on the cross.
0: Mm, that's a good one. Wow. It's not easy. Definitely not easy. So going a little deeper into that, if you don't mind being um, giving us some specific examples that might help the listeners. like In what ways do you feel... Looking back over the years, you self-sabotaged your relationship along your journey. How did you course correct and repair?
1: Well, I know exactly how I self-sabotaged. That was the biggest lesson I learned in my whole life at its forefront in my mind. And it's the first thing that I tell people when I'm sharing about relationships is... <laughs> I had behaviors in my life that I was not aware of. And at a certain point, my husband's mother moved in with us. And sorry, Mom, but she wasn't a happy person. She was very negative. And that's my dog. if you (laughs) hear his little toes. And um, I hated every second she lived in my house. No matter how hard I tried to love her or be her friend, she wasn't happy until she dragged you down um, to her level of being miserable. Hmm. And I just, that was one of our hardest times. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Thank
0: you, Woody, for joining this podcast.
1: Yes. Um, And uh, so... I kind of walked around with this. I was I was happy-go-lucky and friendly and nice, and everybody loved me, you know, at church and parties. And oh, we'd never have a party without D. And um, but I'd walk in the door and I would just lamb base my husband, you know, with this emotional bat, you know. And it just for years it was like everything was his fault in my life. And, yeah, some of it was his fault, you know, what I talked about earlier, a very hard time that we went through. And I just realized as much as I hated that situation in my home with his mother living there and his handicapped brother who still lives with us, um, that God put her there for a reason. And it opened my eyes that that's not who I want to keep being and that's who I was Mm. and it still was a few years after she passed away and we moved here to New York and we were outside and Brian usually doesn't snap back at me he just like takes the beating Mm -hmm. you know yeah and um, which I feel so horrible about now but he was in the backyard and I was we had to water because they planted all this grass and I was with my fibromyalgia and I was just like being a real not a nice person about it. And he finally said something to me and he said, you're being a martyr. And I was like, ah! and I said something derogatory. to him. And I came in the house, but I had read a book years ago called having a teachable heart or having a merry heart in a Martha world. And it was mm-hmm. about having a teachable heart. So I really learned how to take things and process them quickly, whether I was right or the other person was right, As, you know, on my speaking on yeah. my theme of pride. And within 15 minutes, I knew he was right and I was wrong. And so I let him finish what he was doing, watering, so I didn't have to do it. <laughs> and when he came in, I said, "I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I acted that way." And I hit a huge epiphany when I came in the house. You're right. I've been beating you up for years and not just like straightforward verbal things, but around friends and rolling my eyes and, you know, Oh, there's, a, you know, like just, I, I could not have endured emotionally if he ever did 1% of that to me. It makes me want to cry, hmm. but he stayed and loved and stayed and loved and served me and loved me. So when he does do stupid things, I just have to recall how amazing he is and love does cover a multitude of sins. Mm -hmm. And because obviously he's done that with me. Um, so yeah, that was a huge turning point. And, uh, one of the big things, um, that we do is, well, I'll say this to him because he has a hard time. He'll express himself through rants or, you know, grumbling or getting up and walking out or something. And I'll go, wait a minute. Communicate your feelings. What are you feeling right now? Put it into words. Right. And we've gotten to a point where we have no pride left. <laughs> And we, we've learned to laugh at stupid things, like things that we always argued about, we turned them into something funny. Like we had this huge argument one time and um, we don't even know where it came from. I mean, it just popped out of nowhere. And, and he was like, I yelled something, he yelled something at me and I went upstairs and, and he goes... Why don't you move out then if you don't like it? And then I yelled downstairs, you know, well, why don't you move out? And then there was this pause. And then all of a sudden Brian goes, I am so sorry. I didn't mean anything. Where did that come from? And I go, I don't know. And I'm running down the stairs and we're hugging. And so we're like, that was like one of those spontaneous fires that happen in, you know, in lumber mills where the woods all (laughs) piled up, you know. I forget what they're called. Spontaneous combustion or something. Yeah. And, um, but you have to learn to laugh at yourself and you have to learn to put words to your feelings and you have to find out what your operating assumptions are. Mm. Like my operating assumption, um, why bother? It's never going to change. Nothing's going to change. Why bother?
0: Right. And
1: then I would get depressed and then I would whine. And it just, my operating assumption had. A whole dragon's tail behind it, yeah, of things that followed it, and um, you know, Brian had his own operating assumptions, and we talked about that, and we, I love that we would hold each statement. other accountable. Like, you know, that's just your go-to what you say when you're mad. But what do you really want to say? How do you wish that this would end up? Like, don't we can talk about we're mad, but let's how do how do you want this to end up right now? Right. Do you want to, like, not talk the rest of the night or do you want to ruin the weekend? You know, what's the end goal here? And then we'll say that. And um, and just putting up with each other's quirks in the way, you know, yeah. you are. And just learn to walk away and go do something positive that you love to do and let them get over their thing. And yeah. it's not our job to, you know, to fix yeah. them. Yeah, And I remember God gave me a vision once and... Um, remember I told you about all those years I was like me, 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 yelling at Brian and <laughs> God gave me this vision one day I was in prayer and there was me and there was there was Brian I was in the middle and I never noticed God was behind me and he said to me mm-hmm. you're blocking my influence in your husband's life oh I just got the chills and you need to move to the side So I can reflect through your life, change you first, reflect through your life onto him, and but I have a direct communication with him. Get out of the way. Right. And um, that changed a lot because I learned to really just be quiet. And um, sometimes if you don't argue back with somebody, I'm not going to say sometimes, always. Right. They hear their own voice. And... And they come to their senses way faster than if you're arguing with them. Wow. Yeah.
0: You're so good as a communicator, obviously as a writer. I've told you this before, but God has this unique way of speaking to you through these positive visual analogies. Yeah. For yourself, where you've had a lot of your own personal revelations, revelations for relationships, but also for other people when he wants to speak Uh, when he wants you to speak into somebody else's life, what's something that people, (laughs) now let's piss people off. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) What is something that people don't want to hear in terms of why the relationship is not working?
1: Oh, I know the answer to that. Do
0: you? Because I didn't give you any of these questions, so you're doing really good on the spot. (laughs) No, I know the exact answer to that. Okay, guys, we are coming to a brief pause. This is episode... 100 part one with my aunt d are you not totally blown away already i know that you are just soaking in all this incredible wisdom and we have the answer to her question that i asked and so much more coming up in part two so stay tuned Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you loved it, would you share it with a friend or share it on social and tag me at Courage Queen Pod so I can personally thank you. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to Courage Queen Podcast wherever you listen and make sure to leave that five-star review. Did you know we have a fabulous and free community for our listeners where we share all the juicy details for women who are ready to take action towards their dreams? Click the link in the show notes to learn more. As always, thanks for being here. Courage starts with showing up. And if you ask me, it's time to step into your dreams with faith-filled peace and confidence.